0: Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over two million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com WonderSuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite.
1: Peace family is 19 Keys with the Nineteen Keys Podcast. You're listening to a high level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. So the question becomes is, okay, okay, bae, you've been building on your own. And I know there's a lot of women who suffer from this is the fact that they've now got to a point where, you know, they've accumulated status and, you know, um, some of them, they, they meet men and either they meet men that have the same status as them and they treat them lower so that they can feel better about themselves sometimes. And so women that are in position of power never get to that point to where they can really feel like they've gotten into the right type of relationship that works for them. And that's understandable because you have to understand that you're grading a man based off what he has instead of who he is. See, you want a masculine man, but you're looking at his ambition as far as what he's acquired. You understand me? And that's not based upon how he would treat you who he is, whether he'd be good for you because a man can take care of your needs in a material world. He can give you all the things that you desire in a material world. He can fly you out. you know. He can buy you your purses. He can take care of all of the food bills in the world. But if you feel empty on the inside, you understand me? It's the same way if you go get a job that's not connected to purpose and it's paying you a lot of money, you still going to be feeling empty because, yes, this is fulfilling desire, but it's not fulfilling the, the 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 immaterial. You understand me, the spiritual side. You understand me, the emotional side. So that's let's let's focus. Don't ask questions off topic. Ask them on topic, please. You know what I'm talking about. So that's the most important thing. Now, there's a lot of women who've been hurt. They say, "Well, I invested into a man before. It didn't work out. I'm not doing it again." Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't take that's. You will be a terrible investor in life if you say. I had one bad investment. It didn't work. Even if you had 10, an investor gets better throughout time and learns to make the right decisions. You understand me from experience and find the right thing to invest so you can get return on investment. It doesn't mean that, okay, I invested in a bad person. So if I meet a good person, they're going to meet me at my worst and I'm no longer going to invest in them. You understand me? That's not the way that it works. So you can't Filter the world through your pain and your trauma. That's one thing you have to understand this. you can't filter the world through your pain and what you went through. You understand it? So if you done went through some trauma and I was building this brother up. This one sister told me, she said, I was building him up, found out he had a whole girlfriend on the side. You understand me? Or not on the side, but she was the side. She was a side chick and she didn't even realize. Now, of course, that goes through your investigation. If you go get a man like Warren Buffett, he gonna say, you know what? I always look at. Um, The owner of the companies, rather than just jump in and invest in a stock, right? Because it looked like a hot stock. That's kind of how we do when we see people. Oh, that looked like a hot stock. You know what I'm talking about? It's going up. I'm going to go ahead and invest in this. You know what I mean? It looked like it's popping. No, you're never supposed to invest based off emotions. That's why most people are not good investors. You understand me? You're supposed to be able to do your research on who owns it, who's the team, what's the company, before you do a full investment. You understand me? So therefore, you know that you're going to be getting your dividends, you're getting your returns. You understand me? Your dividends is what you get in return back from your money that the company is dishing out. The same thing as a person. It's like, yo, you got to be getting your quarterly returns on everything that you're doing. You understand me? Otherwise, we get to the point where a lot of women see the potential of a man. And this can happen. And this is a lot of issue. You see the potential of a man, but you ignore the problems, right? So it's saying that, okay, you know he a nigga from the street, he getting money, he caught up in a hood nigga mentality, you understand me? But you know, you say, you know what, I like that kind of thing. It's going to work out for me this time. But you already know that's not going to work out from past experience. So now you're going with the same archetype of man and mad because you keep failing at your own success, meaning you successfully picked the wrong man and you got the same results. Now, that's never saying that all men are niggas, all men are bad. It's saying that the way that you go about picking this is very bad. You're not a good investor. And we all had an issue, vice versa, men and women, because you go with what you desire instead of what you need. Needs and desires can be very two different things. You understand me? A man can fulfill what you want, but now you're missing exactly what you need. So you ain't got that good brother on your side. You understand me? You got the one who said, you know what? The the good breath say, I'm a little busy, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm working right now, I'm trying to get my business up because, baby, look, I ain't going to lie, if I give you all of my focus right now, I got to put 130 into what I'm doing right now, that's the only way it's going to work, I don't have a team, I'm not up where I want to be, you understand me now, you got the option to lead that person's life, try to come back in 6 to 12 months, they may have met somebody, who knows, or you got the option to say, you know what, I'll be on the road with you, let's build, and like people in the comments have been saying, Patience is the number one thing you have to do. So you take things on slow, on slow mode. You can either go on fast, hyper, or you take it on slow. So it's like, yeah, you have to be responsible and accountable for your participation in every relationship. To where it'd be like some relationships you get in, okay, look, a lot of women and men, they trick themselves, right, when they get in relationships. They go act like, and and, and you go put it on the other person for your participation in what you did. In uh, your own success. So it'd be like, yeah we had sex too early, or, you know what I mean? I did this, that, and the third. But you already knew in your head what was going to be the outcome of it. But you wanted to fool yourself and you wanted the other person to fool you in that moment so that you wouldn't be the one to blame for your own accountability in that situation. You understand me? But let's get back to building together, right? When it comes to building, a relationship has a foundation where it should have a vision and it should have a goal in sight. You understand me? Like, if y'all don't have a goal and y'all don't have a foundation or something y'all want to build outward, what's the point of two people coming together, right? Now, of course, the foundation is always a friendship. Like, y'all got to be lovers and friends. You understand me? Somebody you you can stand to be around. Not just because, damn, she bad as mug. Every time I look at her, I feel like my eyes are being blessed by God. Damn, she bad as hell. Like, Mm, Biting your lip, at least that's what I do It runs in my family, I bite the lip like You know what I'm talking about, suck the tea No, that ain't enough You gotta be somebody you can chill with you understand me? When that filter ain't there, that makeup off, and she and her uglies, you feel me? You got to still see it as beautiful. When y'all can kick it, talk, and have a conversation, you know what I mean? That's on a whole another level. Y'all got spiritual vibrations. Y'all talking to court knowledge, physics, UFOs, business. She can go all the different realms with you. And if she can't, then she's willing to learn, or he's willing to learn in whatever realm it is. And y'all tapped in on some, even when it comes to plutonic and it's non sexual in that manner. So those are two different things. You know what I'm talking about? So when it comes to it, it's saying that, all right, you got to find somebody that like you really rock with, like you can build with through the ugly times, through the good times, and through the better ones. You understand me? But when it comes to like, all right, what's our dream? Or what we going to do together? Like that's the conversation you got to have. Like what's an idea we can work on? What can we build on? Like once y'all start to produce the same vision, you, we want to cut that off somebody's part. When y'all start to produce the same vision, then y'all can see the future together. So now that y'all, y'all vision is lined up, everything that you do in order to get towards that vision that you both have in your heads for your relationship, y'all going to be working towards that together in order to get that outward. Now, if a woman say, look, man, I, ain't, I don't like living in a small apartment. You understand me? I don't like where we live living, It's too noisy outside. I'm really used to something that's more luxury. She got the opportunity to say, I sacrifice what I'm usually used to in the high class. Or she can say, you know what? Nah, look, baby, I ain't gonna lie. I got this plan of, you know, we need to make some more money. You understand me? Now, you can't just put the stress on a brother because if you put the stress on him, the stress degrades intelligence. It doesn't improve intelligence for some people. Now, he's stressed out. He think you ungrateful because he's been working all day and you talking about this ain't enough. So now you start checking the profiles on Instagram trying to figure out who can be your instant man to help you out. You know what I'm talking about? Get you some of that luxury. But the whole time, you already knew bruh was much better than other bruh, but you knew that the other bruh can supply your desires. When the other bruh, he had the friendship, he had your needs and things of that nature. So sometimes a woman throw away a good man. You know what I'm talking about? Same thing, man. It's a vice versa situation when I say both of these things. But when it comes to relationships today, there's no foundation, there's no structure, there's no role. If there are no roles in any business, if there are people with no roles, there's no organization. So they say there should be no gender roles and you let society trick you into deconstructed relationships. So therefore, sometimes the man takes the role, the woman takes the role or sometimes nobody takes the role. So without roles being constructed as a foundation to say that I, this is the part that I'm going to play you. This is the part that you go play. Y'all can't build anything. So the deconstruction of gender roles that's happening today. Is one of the debilitating things towards relationships. You understand me? Like, you got to get back to that. You never will see a couple that made it 60, 70, 80, 90 years without roles. No, you got to play your part. You play your part. Now, that's not saying that the roles have to be degrading in the sense that, oh, say, you got to watch all of the dishes because you're a woman all the time. You got to cook all of the time because you're a woman. No, we're not talking about that essence in that sense. We're talking about that masculine and that feminine role that each one plays based on what comes natural to them and what position will be best for them to be able to for, to be able to feel. You understand me? So you've got to get to that point. You understand me? Like, we know that men are not as emotional as women. So when it comes to non-emotional decisions, a lot of the time you should let a man take front. When it comes to a woman looking at the details of the vision, you should let a, a woman take on that role. You understand me? See, a man, sometimes we be bored. We get an idea. We just want to run towards it and get it done. Woman, like, whoa, wait a minute. That ain't how the emotional mind thinks. The emotional mind comes up with a myriad of options. So a woman can't just think of one particular thing. That's a conscious masculine thing to just be like, all right, let's pick this and go. That's why when women go shopping, her emotions give her options. You understand me? It's blood. So she see things in different ways and perspectives that you normally can't see so she's like no what about this color what about this color she needs to answer all of those questions in her head that's what makes her good at like the research and the development of an idea because you had the grand idea you understand me but she gets into the, the details to produce the vision to make it a masterpiece that's where that masculine and feminine play its role in the way that they come together so learning how to listen and study women put you in a higher perspective and position as a man because you learn to understand the emotions within and you learn to master that feminine within so you can utilize that same asset as power. Now having a woman as an asset in that powerful stage is next level. A man can teach a woman a lot of things, but a woman most of the time can teach a man a lot more. But see, a lot of women play stupid for men because they don't want them to seem as if they know more because they know a man's ego sometimes do have fragility attached to it when it's not really backed by a conscious science of knowing self. You understand me? For me, let me find out, hey, you smarter than me, teach. Let me listen, let me learn. You got more money than me? cool you know what i'm talking about what you trying to invest in We you trying to tap in look i don't even need them i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing i'm building over here you feel me but i'm saying no there's no there's no insecurities that's attached to it so relationships themselves man you have to get and and, and 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 i pray to a lot of you know next relationship i get into man it just it work out in full blossom and uh we build on the right things but the foundation see me, myself, I'm a powerful entity, man. Some of the things I talk about, I got to find a bae that's willing. She got to be willing to stand next to me. You know what I'm talking about? Like If she if she's afraid to stand next to me, she's sitting in the back and she can't take the heat of the fire while I'm heating it up. You know what I'm talking about? Then I can't, I can't do that because I'm a leader. So as a leader, I need the right one on the side. You feel me? I need the right one right next to me as we building together. That's going to be my partner. You feel me? So as a leader, it's a little different. So sometimes you may see a leader without one because he already know he need the right one. Not only that, he need a friend. When it comes back fighting the world, he needs somebody that, you know what I mean, he can talk to and he can be transparent and somebody that don't judge him and somebody that's just completely tapped in. But let's get to something bigger. We have a world where we have people that's spiritual, people that's atheists, people that's religious. And in relationships, see, a lot of y'all don't want to talk about this. In relationships today, everybody that's spiritual, a lot of times, you don't know what God you believe in. You don't know if you believe in God. You don't know if you believe he's a form, a spook, a consciousness, a movement, an idea, a thought, and emotion. And without that foundation of y'all believing in the same God, it's harder for y'all to submit to the same thing. You understand me? If y'all don't submit to the same God, then that's different. Whether y'all believe that that God is within that y'all submitting to, but y'all have to come with a definition of that. You understand me? Like two people with two different set of beliefs that ain't going to be that don't, that don't usually work out in the right way. I've seen a lot of people that tell me, oh, my mom was Christian. My dad was Muslim. And of course, they got divorced. It didn't work out. Now, I'm not saying all people of the same faith works out, but I'm saying that that's something that y'all need to have established. And within our millennials generation and a Z generation, you understand me? We completely disconnected from having a foundation of just God. So that was something that past generations didn't even have to think about. Like, oh, you meet a woman, she automatically believes in God. You meet a man, you automatically believes in God. You understand me? But at this particular point of stage, you don't know what this person believes. And a lot of times you don't care. But you forget that this is ancient knowledge that you connected to. So the court knowledge of the ancestors connected things based off saying that, I right, look, the ancestors... The Egyptians, they believed in the same gods. Whether it was multiples or whether it was not, you understand me? Is y'all both atheists or not? Are y'all both spiritual, but then you have to be able to explain what does spirituality mean to you? Most people can't explain it because they don't really know it. You understand me? Like the sister said that you know she uh what she say? She rolled with Jehovah Witnesses, heathens, alchemists, agonists, Christians. We all love heart. Yes, yes. You know, that's different. I couldn't rock with all of that. You understand me? So it's like, it's important to know who a person thinks God is in the first place. You understand me? Some niggas, they get in a relationship, they be like, look, babe, I'm going to tell you, you know, money is my God. So if you get with a nigga that's money, your God, come on now, how are you going to treat you? You understand me? So it got to get to that particular foundation in our generation on like talking about that. You understand me? Like, it's it's very important and serious, especially in a society that's polarizing. Then y'all got to talk about, all right, we believe in the same God. But see, believing in the same God, believing in the same book allows you to already understand the perception that a person has on particular subjects, matters and things that go on in reality. So let's say y'all having a conversation about sex and sexuality. Damn, we don't even agree on this. So now you can't go kick it around certain friends. You don't want to bring you around because you bring up your perspective and your thought pattern. And they be like, oh, man, you kind of embarrass you, which I embarrass you because I spoke godly. I embarrass you because I spoke truth. Like these are foundations y'all got to build on. You understand me? Like, hey, do we agree that, you know, the nuclear black family is something that we got to build up? Do we agree consciously as far as the efforts we need to take in order to help progress the world? Do we agree on the fact that, you know, we don't agree on certain things being pushed as agendas to on our people? Can we agree on those realities? If we can't, then guess what? It's going to be issues and people that get in the middle of y'all. You understand me? Let's talk politics a little bit. What you believe, this, that, and the third. The conversations, the communications, the details, the understanding is saying that, all right, if you're getting in, it's like of a, a, two companies, y'all two companies, right? especially if y'all successful companies, y'all running y'all businesses, managing y'all sales, by y'all sales at a high level, then what y'all officially doing is basically creating a merger. Now these companies are coming together. In the audit of a merger, both of these companies going to look at each other numbers, they track record, the people they associate with, the business partners, everything that goes into it. We need to see everything that's going down because we merging this together. Not only merging us, we merging all of our subsidiary companies as well. The ones that we connected to. So that's family as well. So this is how that merger go work. Now, a lot of people don't report size family anymore. So the idea of even bringing family anywhere towards your relationship, people don't think about that. But you don't understand that these are things that long when you got a long-term vision, you got to think about. Because if we merging businesses here, yeah, I done created me a million dollars, but you didn't create your million. We thinking about merging them. No, we got to look at everything. We got to do complete audits. But of course, are we willing to do that? You understand me? So we got to get to a particular point where, like, where are we? Do we like, and then you got to ask the same thing. Like now you got the social media question. All right. Do you mind old girl being naked on certain pictures? Do you mind her twerking? You understand me? Do do, do you mind the the ass out like that? You understand me? What do you mind? Like y'all got to have real conversations. Now, there's certain things a woman I've seen a a, a a woman won't compromise on. Certain women believe that that's their freedom of expression to show her ass in front of the entire world and nobody can say nothing about her big old ass because she learned the twerking expression and she connects it back to the African ancestry root. And you can't tell her about the ritual that she put in front of everybody on display. She don't care if your homeboy, your mama, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your weird uncle is watching. She want to put that out there. You understand me? Now, you like, Damn, man, I don't really... I don't know, man. I'm more conservative. I don't really I don't really want, you know what I mean, all the goods on display like that, bae. You feel me? I don't really want all of it like that. You understand me? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you respectfully, and what can we compromise on that? You understand me? Let's utilize our social medias for building a business. You understand me? Now, you can find a man who don't mind. There's some men that say, you know what? No, I need my girl in a tightest so we can show off. I need the rest of the world to be jealous of what I have. You understand me? So I can feel good about what I got. It's different people. Different strokes for different folks. However they, you know what I mean? Do what they do and they adjust their life. I'm just saying, think about it conscientiously. So when you get into that, You can make sure you're getting with the right person, but these are all points that a person might state, I can ignore it because we're in a honeymoon stage. Like, it feels so good to be loving you right now. I can ignore the things that I don't like about you. But when a honeymoon stage simmers down, you understand me? Then a person not thinking emotional right now, they're thinking logically. Now they start to assess the situation. Now you start to think about what you don't like, what you can't compromise on. And that starts to come out, whether it's a microaggression you understand me? Built around a conversation instead of deep diving directly into it. You understand me? Or a person just be like, you know what, this ain't going to work out. And you never even knew the reason it didn't work out. And it might have just been the fact that you was just not conservative enough for a person or not modest enough for a person. You understand me? It just depends. So conversation and communication and understanding are monumentally important because the honeymoon stage, man, it's how you in love, ready to tap all the way in like all the way tap, 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 you know what I'm saying? So this is definitely monumentally important that our generation has to think about when it comes to relationships. We have to add in a social media component because I always tell this story about my mother and my father. My mother and my father met when my father was locked up. So I'm gonna tell this story real quick. My pops, my mom was going there to meet her uh, cousin. And my pops, he's sweeping the floor or whatever. He's swept by my mom's. He's he sweep sweep getting a little closer because I think he knew her cousin at the same time. And so he was like, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. like, mom's nice at the time. She's speaking and thinking. You know what I'm talking about? He's like, what's your birthday? He he happened to accident. Super synchronistic. And she was like, September 17th. And he was like, that's mine. And she was like, fool, that ain't your birthday. She ain't believe him like at all. You understand me? He went and poured out the smooth prison card, number 26345678, Prisoner 9, with the birthday on there. I don't know if it really had that. It probably had his his name. And then she was like, oh, snap, this fool ain't lying. So, you know, in a woman's mind, she still ain't like, tripping because this fool is locked up. So she like, whatever. That was synchronistic. It was kind of cool. Because, you know, women, they, they like destiny. You understand? You've been watching the movies. You don't want to get to rub destiny You're like, all right, this who locked up, but that was that was that was kind of destined right there. You understand I me? Mean, you get in your fairy tale mode. So, moms ain't really tripping. She, I mean, she's super tight with the game. So, he and she, he he said back in those days, he, he didn't say I can get a number. You know, he can't call nobody. He said, can I write you? Now she's thinking, all right, what's the harm in having this fool right? cool people write all the time back in those days they ain't couldn't just text you slide in the DM they had to have well thought out composed letters and then write you and send that off you understand me details of thoughts emotions and feelings it was different so the communication was extensive so pop sent off the letter or whatever or at least that was supposed to happen moms came back to visit cousin maybe a couple of months later pops happened to be out there again he came to her like, damn, you ain't get none of my letters. You ain't write me back. She said, letters? I ain't get no letters? What you talking about? So mom's is confused. She don't know what's happening. But Pop's like, I done sent the letters. She trying to play me. You know what I mean? She probably balling them up and throwing them in a trash can like she Kobe Bryant or Lisa Leslie or something. You know what I'm talking about? So what ended up happening, she go back home and she start checking my grandmother's room. She started doing her investigations and searching because she got curious because she didn't think pops was lying because he was mad. So she found a little treasure chest, right? You know them old you know, old people used to have them little wood treasure chests that you prop open and stuff. You understand me? Back in the day, back in my day, girls used to have little diaries to where they used to have the little locks on them and stuff. Everybody kept little locks on stuff. You understand me? So grandma had the little lock. Mom did some little pick with the lock, I think, propped it open and she found a stack of letters that popped been right. Now, most people don't know this about my pops. You understand me? For all the flaws and who he is as a man and all the greatness that he is, he is an amazing writer. You understand me? And he writes not in a regular mode. He writes in the, like an illustrious, elegant manner to where you'd be like, pops, you wrote this? This is detail. Like This is really thought out right here. You understand me? So she started reading the letters. All of a sudden, it was like some Romeo and Juliet stuff started popping off. You understand me? So of course, she went back and visited him. And then that's where the romance began, and they had, like, hella children later, and I ain't going to lie. So I'm glad Pops had enough gang to send a letter, and then Mom found him because Grandma almost stopped me from being born, and she ain't even know. But I love Grandma. Rest in peace to her. You understand me, Miss Moore? But the point of that story was this. We don't, our okay, our communication is different. It's not as thought out anymore. It's not the same. You understand me? The way that we communicate with each other is not the same. We don't have to wait. We want instant gratification, of course, because that's how our generation has been taught to receive things. We're the generation of the microwave. We're the generation of the internet. We're the generation of the, of the DM. So it's different type of activities when it commences as far as like how a person goes about communicating with each other. You ain't back in my day, and I keep saying back in my day because... Yeah, I mean, all these things that started before where we at now, before the internet. So, back in my day, it's like pre internet, not pre internet, but pre like cell phones and social media. You know what I'm talking about? So, you know, if a girl down, like you only knew people that was in a radius of your environment until social media came on, or like you knew about celebrities, but if they weren't going to your school, they wasn't in your neighborhood, you weren't at the mall, you ain't see them, you didn't know they existed. Now you know about. Uh, Man, countless, infinite options. Your options is it looks crazy on your timeline. You understand me? You think you can get something you can't even get. You understand me? So many people out here confused and amused by their own, you know what I mean egos. But so when you think about it, you know, back in the day, oh girl, you ain't have her number and you see her walking down the street, you got you, you might have to do a bravery walk. You might have to go, knock, I'm at the door. Look, you know what I mean? You know, I didn't see you a couple of times. I just wanted to tap in with you. Now, back in the days, brothers weren't saying tap in. They ain't had that kind of lingo yet. If they did, they would have been tapped in. But that's another story to tell at another time. But anyway, the point of it is, is that it was a lot more intentional. It was a lot more thought out. You understand me? And our generation caught the tail end of the end of letters. You understand me? We end. We the end of letters. We don't send each other letters unless you break up with a person and then all of a sudden you wanna pour out all your emotions cause you can't have a phone conversation or a text all of a sudden you get a long ass letter. And nowadays people send long ass emails. You understand me? Which is not the same. I'm gonna tell you, sending an email and sending a letter, two different vibrations. You understand me? First of all, a person get a long ass email. Nobody really trying to read all of that. Cause it's not spaced. You understand me? Cause I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. You be writing the email, right? but you don't realize it's all spaced together. So you got to write it in the format of a book if you're going to send a person two pages. I need, the, I need a heading. I need a title. I need to know the key quote in this one. You understand me? Keep me captivated so I can read it all. <laughs> Keep me captivated so I can read it all. Nah, so emails don't be really hit like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, we, we, we are the... We are the... Uh, <laughs> we the uh the text message generation you understand me and we communicate through symbols of emojis and things of that nature we would add a heart onto the paper and things but it was not the same so now we get to this point and society and we're trying to figure out how do we make this thing work you understand me because everything seems like it's microwavable nothing seems like you is going the long-term vision and so without a vision being able to set Above your relationship And the foundation will be lost You understand me? Because the vision creates direction for you all to go You understand me? So that's what we have to get to Now that was my intro to this conversation Which was a full 30 minutes of me just talking and spilling So I'm ready for questions Let's tap in And I take a couple of callers Preferably ladies And maybe a couple of fellas If y'all got some questions to ask the ladies So let's see what we got going on Y'all got me talking today, man. <sighs> Y'all was doing all that talking. Don't get quiet on me now. Uh, let's see. All oh, the people tapped in in here. Pops in here, man. I wish I could pull Pops in here, man. Pops actually in here while I'm telling the story. You know what I'm saying? I like telling that story. I ain't gonna lie. It's a good story to tell. You understand me? Because everybody parents didn't have one of those kind of, you know what I mean, stories that you can be able to brush down. I don't want to talk about Dwayne's son right now. That's an important conversation to be able to have, but I want to dedicate an entire live to that. If I'm going to do that, I'd rather dedicate that, and not directly about him, but around the context of that in growing up children in this world today. So, you know, let's focus on, you know, this black love activities real quick, because y'all been requesting this for weeks. Y'all been in my DMs, you know what I'm talking about? Nah, Pops ain't got time to be talking to y'all, man. Pops busy somewhere. Man, tell my brain Pops on, man. What y'all trying to get at my Pops for? <laughs> hey, come on. Um, Let me see. I can't even, I don't even think I can bring anybody on. Yeah, so my mom and dad have the same birthday. We got Virgos in the family. You understand me? So they had twins. The last children they had. Uh, of course they got the same birthday, but they both Virgos as well. And then I got a younger brother, another brother who's directly under me. He is a September ninth, September third, and then you got September 17th. I think those are all Virgos. So yeah, man. They nobody gets anything for their birthdays because there's too many people, so they just cancel each other out. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> what do you do if you're not being approached and you don't want to step in you don't want to step on the lost toes. Huh? A lot. I ain't tripping about you being single. That's up to you. Don't don't don't. I'm trying to blame a lot you being single. If you're not being approached, um, I always say to people, man, you have to do things to make yourself more attractive. And I'm not talking about physical qualities. You understand me? What makes a person more attractive is, you know, um, who they are. You understand me? The building of self and making yourself more attractive on a higher level. You understand me? Like working on self is an important measure that everybody needs to get to, you understand me? Desperate energy is not an energy that nobody wants. Nobody has to approach you. Nobody has to be attracted to you, but you have to give value onto yourself. You understand me? A smart woman is very valuable. You understand me? A woman that's balanced is very valuable. You understand me? A woman that's nurturing and that's feminine and that has all of these great qualities is very valuable and value creates attraction. So of course somebody's going to be attracted, but you have to first focus on self because there's nothing sexier than a woman that's focused on herself and that's building herself. You understand me? That's when she when she stopped looking for it, that's when everybody started looking for her. You understand me? That that's a different level of attraction, I promise you. But when you're looking for it, then nobody's looking for you. You know what I'm talking about? So It's just a different level. We already know how that goes. So the question becomes is how can you add on more value to yourself to become more attractive, not to the world, because everybody don't need to be approaching you. You only need the right ones. We don't need all this experimentation. I think we got enough experience. You understand me? So, yeah, a woman who loves herself is the most beautiful woman in love. You understand me? So self-love is the reflection of all love. That's how I say it. So yeah, no, nah, don't don't be looking to be a trap. Just keep working on yourself, baby girl. Baby girl, you how know, I hit that baby girl in there? Uh, being you and being parents trade as I believe. Let me see. That's where I'm at. So I don't have questions. Okay. If a woman' love is un- is conditional, uh, it's true how it does a man accept the fact that his love is based off what he's doing or providing? Hold on. I'm trying to understand his brother's question. Brother, I'm gonna bring you in here to ask the question, um, and then um, I'm gonna go out to see the rest of everybody else's questions at the same time. And hey, look, I ain't no love guru. Let me let me not let me let me hit y'all with the disclaimer. What's going on, good brother? What, what, how you feeling, man? Where you from, man? What's your name, and uh, what was your question? Oh, I'm Russell. I'm from Georgia, man. Uh, I was just told by an older woman that a, a woman's love is conditional. So I interpret that as if it's conditional, I mean, it's based on what you're doing or what you can provide for her. So how does a man accept that? And how does he approach that going into that? Or because, even if that's true, is that true? Um, I think for me, for most people, everybody's love is conditional. You understand? You got to be a good man for women. It's, it's hard to love a person that's not good, but, Let's get into what you said as, you know, a provider and producer. So it's easy for a, lo- a a woman loves a man. And a man is not a provider and a producer. He's a boy. So, of course, she creates this standard to say, that no, I wanted to be with a man. That's the number one condition. You understand me? Because it's going to be hard for her to love you because she like, wait a minute. I wanted a man the whole time and I realized that I got with a boy. And he don't fit the standard of what I qualify as a man. And that's that's going to conflict with her feminine nature. So as a man, we have certain things that we have to get towards as far as being providers, you know, protectors, producers. You understand me? All the things that's aligned with our masculine identity. And so if you can't hit those, then of course not. We don't, you don't even deserve a woman. You got to go work on building yourself up before. You understand me? So, yes, there are conditions. You understand me? That's different. It's like a God's love is unconditional. That's like, that's that's a different saying, but as human beings, we got to get to a certain level to where it's like if a person is a pedophile, it's a condition you ain't accepting. So everybody says that it's unconditional love, but we already know there's certain conditions that you won't accept. So no, it's not unconditional love. It's conditional in the sense that you got to be able to at least be a good person and be a real man. Same thing with a woman. You got to be a good person and be a real woman. Those are two conditions that we can't we gotta settle on, and it ain't nothing that I'm taking. You know what I mean? As far as artificial that replaces that. I think I get what you're saying. Um, I, I, I think, I guess the way I was looking at it, I was looking at it more of like more detail things, but in the general sense, I get what you're
0: saying.
1: Yeah. I'm Look, I'm gonna leave you is, with this I last gem, man. Our women are becoming more impressive and their ability to go out and be independent and get it on their own. You understand me? So the question becomes is now the black man has to get to a higher godly state to where we become so impressive our woman don't want nobody else. We're the only man they can look for. See, the problem is is that they done run into so many niggas now they want to go outside and look for others. So now they accept the interracial aspect and say, well, I'm going to just find love if I can't find black love. So now we have a responsibility to be like, nah, let's become so impressive. A woman is just looking at us and she dripping saliva because she ain't never seen a guy like that handle his business. Damn. Man, I appreciate it. you tapping in, man. I'm going to get a couple more questions in. All right. That's what's up. Uh, appreciate it. No problem. All right. Let's tap in. Now, don't start it off negative. I hear I be hearing people with their negative statements. Uh, they be like, she want this, she want that. Nah, that's that's your thinking. You can't put that blanket statement on all women. It Don't work like that. How do you get you a lady get on the same frequency as you, out the phone, and ready to become the one, the god? You gotta first be a god. You gotta first be a god. I think that's what a lot of people try to skip the steps of making themselves a god because if you really a god. Then you already have the pre-qualifying things that it is to teach a woman so that y'all can grow into the same thing. You understand me? Like, if you really a god, you got the knowledge to be able to do that. But it's the woman that really makes that man a god in the foundation of relationship. But I understand what you're saying. You understand me? But you can't bring her into godhood if you're not active there. You understand me? So you gotta. It has to be a reflection of self that she already sees a higher standard in you. So she already knows what it's going to take in order to be in a relationship with a man that's of a higher caliber and standard. You understand me? But if you can teach a woman that, that's a different level. It's easy. Anybody can buy a woman something, but can you teach her? You understand me? Because some women need a teacher. They say, no, teach me this. What you got then? You, if you are so godly. You understand me? Can you trick on her with knowledge? Because a lot of people, they can trick on with dollars, but can you trick on her with knowledge? You understand me? See, if you trick on a person with knowledge, you teach them something, you invest into them immaterially, then even outside that relationship, they'd be grateful forever. Forever. Whether y'all out the relationship and she no longer feeling you, you know what I'm talking about? She'll be like, I ain't gonna lie. We ain't, you know, we ain't on no good times, but I appreciate what I learned from that. He taught me this, that, and the third. That's forever a space of gratitude. That's a love that a person can't get rid of. You understand me? So it's like you got to get to that point where you have something to be able to teach a person to give them something of limitless value that they can take and utilize forever. But if you ain't got that, then you need to relax and learn and, 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 and something of value to be able to give to the next. Because I'm telling you, like I say, man, dollar is a depreciating asset, but knowledge, as my brother being there PA say, is an appreciating asset. So that means it grows in value over time. So, yes, teachers, teachers, teachers. Is, man I'm telling you you teaching one boy you got you something loyal going on just I mean some free game to you good brother is there anything wrong with just focusing on you instead of going out and looking for a partner because I'm at the point where that's just where I just uh want to be a magnet you know uh yeah man focus on yourself brother ain't no listen brother. The world ain't knocking at your door and be like, brother, stop focusing on yourself. The girls ain't hitting you so hard to be like, stop focusing on yourself. We mad at you focusing on yourself. Nobody's tripping. Just focus on yourself. You know what I'm talking about? Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Just just get yourself together. Get your mind together, your spirit, your money, your hustle, your ambitions, your will. Get your eating right, your thinking right. Just get the whole totality of your existence together, man. Ain't, Ain't nobody really tripping like that. You understand me? You could have been somewhere meditating right now, and there, nobody tripping. We, we all happy for you, brother. That's all I'm saying. All right. Have you studied quantum communication? Because you speak on the power of divinely synced connection into the power of a couple that is fully in tune and tapped into another metaphysical spirit. Oh, he trying to get deep. He trying to get deep. He trying to kick some knowledge you. So there's a such thing in physics called quantum entanglement. And it basically, uh, Einstein called it basically, you know, spooky. Uh, What do you call it? Spooky physics or something of that nature. And it basically says that um, an atom in America and an atom in China are both connected at the same time. What one does, the other does. They take on the same measurement and they have consciousness of each other because... They're quantumly entangled. Now, I do believe this. I actually wrote about this uh, in my notes, quantum entanglement, because I like the principles of of physics and connect them to reality. So I do think that you can meet a person that your spirits are quantumly entangled. You understand me? Like once you fall in love with a person, I don't think that you I don't think you ever stop loving that person. Now, I think you no longer in love with that person. But I don't think you ever stop loving them because y'all become tangled up now. You understand me? You can ignore that love and you can push it down. But once you become entangled with a person on a spiritual level, y'all give each other a piece of each other and y'all forever connected. You understand me? So I think that there's certain people or what they call soulmates or soul tangles or whatever they call soul ties. Yeah, I said soul tangles. Those are the people that you quantumly entangle with. You understand me? It's certain people that's on that same frequency, that's on that same vibration. So I think real love is a quantum entanglement. You know what I mean? Of two people coming together and they completely tapped in forever. So you know that's. But observation changes atoms, right? So once you notice something, it changes. If it's the same thing. That's what attention does. Attention changes things. If you want you, it's it's, it's like. If you're in a crowd, man, you're not paying attention and, you know, you ain't noticing a woman is different. But once you notice her, you know, you notice she change up a little bit because now your, the observation of your consciousness changes her. You understand me? That's a different level. So when you even think about physics, everything is connected to the physical world when you get down to the atomic world. So, yes, everything is quantumly entangled, but it depends on what you observe in a person. So that's why I talk about being a high-level or a low-level observer because you can just notice what a woman looks like. Now, noticing what a woman looks like, now that's different than noticing who she is. You can notice what a person do, but when you notice who they are, are you observing a spirit? Once you observe that, then you can bring in more of that. Then you're attracted to that. Then that's the communication that y'all tap into. You understand me? So it depends on if you're a high-level observer, you create high-level observations From the quantum world into the 4D world, you understand me, into reality. So yes, these things are definitely connected with each other. All right. So let's get another caller in here. Brother's trying to hit me with some good questions. He said, what do you think about having sex with multiple conscious women? Man, this brother is crazy. (coughs) Multiple conscious women. I just be trying to pacify look look I ain't no perfect person but I'm never gonna pacify actions I think a lot of times if you ask a question you already know the answer to it and that's why certain things don't deserve an answer because it's more so up to you and your spirit and not trying to find somebody else to make you feel good about things you don't so like if I do something that I know not wrong I'm not about to ask somebody a question they're trying to make me feel good about something, you know what I mean? So I can pacify my own actions. Everybody knows the answer to that. So I'm not going to validate that question. No, I'm not currently. Well, yeah, I'm in a relationship with my business, you know what I'm talking about? Um, uh, And my goals right now, man, we we married, you know what I'm talking about? But, you know, we thinking about polygamy and bringing a you know, wifey into the business fold, and we're going to have that triangle. So, yeah, that's my polygamy, me, wifey, and my business. You know what I'm talking about. So anybody got any more questions? while I practice that, just me, wifey, and my business—that's my polygamy standard. You know what I'm talking about. That's it. Uh, can you explain the significance of the value of the number nineteen? Um, I do. I will actually right here. Um, that's a good question, and it's actually on topic. And I will go into this particular aspect because it goes deep and, deep and deep and deep and deep and deep, and that's more than I feel like sharing on this particular live, but. When we talk about the one and the nine, the one represents the conscious mind, you understand me? It represents logic, rationality, the mathematical thinker, it represents God in the essence, you understand me? Um, Everything in reality was created with purpose, you understand me? Created with intention, was created with mathematical formulae. You can go to Fibonacci sequence, you understand me? You can look at the measurements of an atom. It has measurements, it has a mathematical code. The universe can be realized in a certain amount of formulas that govern universal principle. You understand me? The way it's not saying that the universe is completely mathematical, but the way that man understands the universe is mathematical. So the one, the beginning, you understand me, is connected to that nine. That nine represents the ending more so. Um, Because the nine is the highest single digit number that exists, but it also represents the woman, the womb. You understand me? It represents um, the subconscious mind. You understand me? It represents the see how of emotion intuition. So that one and that nine, one represents the male, one represents the female. The same thing with the sun and the moon. They are balanced. It's polarity. It's it's, it's the cosmic order of how all things are connected together. The nine only has power connected to that one. The one only has power connected to that nine. All things were created, right? as we believe in this particular world and just about all religions and people agree upon that it created through emotion through motion you understand me After motion began and everything else was created and one can break down consciousness to motion to energy to things being able to be in flow you understand me so we have our conscious mind But our conscious mind only represents like 25% of our mind. We have the other 75% that is subconscious. That's the womb of our thinking. That's where everything conjures up. That's who we really are. So, as we balance ourselves out, it has to be a balance between that masculine and that feminine coming together within harmony. So, let's look at it from this way if you have a one and a one, that's not balance. You understand me? And the one has to be connected to the nine. It can't be nine, one, one. It can't be one, one, nine. Because one, one, nine is basically representing two masculine entities in front of the female. Now, the reason I bring that up is because we live in a world of imbalance. So the white man's world is uh, man, son, then wife. He important sizes his son more than he does his wife. Right? In our ancestral line of original thinking of our nature, we do one and nine together. That's how we connect to create balance, to get back down to that one. The number 19 can be broken down in Arabic and many different languages. You understand me? Back down to the number one, to mean one. Um, But without that balance of that one and that nine, the world continues to be imbalanced. That's why the white man's world is so imbalanced, because he doesn't build it with balance. He builds it with conscious, conscious, and then he goes to the subconscious, masculine masculine then he goes to the feminine that's how his world is built so if you look at most of the movies that he creates and you talk about the kingdoms that's being built if she can't bear a son then she she's considered to be useless it's a reason let's go to the 19th amendment they gave women a right to vote it's a reason that he waited so long to give her that because he puts her last he put her last even before giving black people the right to vote So we think about that. It's a reason that it was the 19th Amendment. It's a reason that the Women's March was on the 19th last year, of 2019, in January. It's a reason that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan opened up the Million Man March. And the first thing he talked about was the power of the number 19. The number 19 reveals the secret, the one through the nine. It lets you know everything that's going on. It's a reason that this current coronavirus that's going on It's called C-O-V-I-D-19. It's a reason that we mad at Oprah for not talking about black men when she had a guru that was charged for 19 years. It's a reason I can break down the 19s all day long and how they connected. You understand me? It's a reason that 9-11 was committed by so-called 19 members. It's a reason that President Johnson commissioned the number 19 in use as an emergency call line with 19 people. So I was always taught, you know, you break down the universe and find the synchronicity and the meaning of things by observing the number. So everybody's been on their Fibonacci sequence thinking, you know what I mean, at the Kobe die and they've been breaking down on these numbers. I've always seen the universe as mathematical. That's how I codex things. That's how I find the patterns. It reveals the truth. It's a key. So that 19 key is that high level of observation of being able to see the cosmic order in things. So what I can give my perspective, I can break it down from that one through that nine. then that gets you back down to that 10. That 10 breaks down to that one. That one breaks down to God. Oh, today is the 19th, huh? Oh, well, you three hours ahead. So I think it's the 19th out there. It's nine o'clock out here. You know what I'm talking about? But by the time this is put up on a podcast, it'll be on the 19th. This is my day. Last year, we had our own holiday, right? So on a holiday, we did a, a 19 key day, me and my brother billionaire, His birthday on the 19th. So we worked together pretty well. We both tapped into that 19th frequency. Malcolm X, his birthday was on the 19th. You know Him I'm talking about? He was tapped in. Donald um, Bilaj Muhammad had a wife by the name of Mother Tanetta, and she believed something, and this is all something that all men and women, and women especially, you should look up Mother Tanetta because she was like, the feminine version of Elijah Muhammad and it was it was she she was powerful like she went deep deep I don't think a lot of people was ready for her but she had what she called the 19th code um, and she will go deep into the number 19 and the emanation of consciousness that comes out the number 19 and how to pattern yourself into a higher consciousness and a higher state and she was she, she was real cold and it's funny because I didn't find out about all of that until I was deep into my journey you know, but the number 19 has so much significance in the way that it's broken down and to be understood. And every time that I get a new number 19, I just write them down and I find a significance later. You understand me? It lets me know whether I should be focusing on something and whether there's something deeper there that lies to where I could find meaning in it. You understand me? So there's a whole lot of power that goes into understanding that number and, you know, whatever number you choose to focus on and how you make those connections into reality but the number 19 basically houses, it's funny, it's 119 people on here. The number 19 houses the energy of all numbers, one through nine, all numbers, one through nine. Because 10 is just a restart, it's just a one and a zero. Zero is a cipher, it doesn't have actual value. So the only numbers that truly exist on the numbers one through nine and everything else is just a repeat. You understand me? So once you put man and woman together, you get the entire story of civilization because if you want to understand civilization, you can't understand it from looking at man and child. You understand me? You have to understand it from looking at man and woman. It gets you the complete picture of how all of this was started. You see how that works? Because everything has a cosmic order and balance. So as we sit here and fight, whether black woman, God, black man, God, it's the black family, because without each other, Black man is God. Now, let me tap in with you. Let me let you know. Black woman is a second self. She right there with God. She's not behind. She's right there. And that's what a lot of people, they try to put her behind. Nah, she behind. Nah, she right there. Real God activities. So, yeah, man, the number 19 is definitely powerful. Um, I actually have a book written that I haven't put out on that. And it's funny. I'm glad I haven't because there's been so many significant things that have occurred uh, throughout the process of putting this book together that I've been wanting to add into before I get to that point. You understand me to where I release it. And it's not going to be just a regular book. Um, it's going to be really, 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 really powerful. You understand me, especially when I get to breaking down everything on how it all started and you know, where it goes to, and it's going to change the way you see reality to become a high level observer to understand things. On a different level. But you have to understand this. Anybody that focuses on number and sees number as pattern and have pattern recognition, they have to have a lot of energy in the mind. You can't do it with a distracted mind because you're gonna miss it every single time it happens. Most of the time in your life you miss 444. Four, four. You miss 333. Three, three. You understand me? Why only sometimes your mind is tapped into that frequency? It happens every single day, but only sometimes you tap into it. You have to observe yourself and wonder why. Now, some would say that it's, it's, it's true that you have this power as a cosmic observer. If you observe an atom, you change it into a wave pattern. So, some people can study the uh, the uh, slit um, experiment when it comes to physics on how human observation or observation period, conscious observation, changes an atom. So, I think it wasn't up until recently they was able to observe a still atom because. Every time you observe it, it will change into a wave pattern. So when you think about that, it says that, okay, wait a minute. It's not just that. Whoa, snappity snap. Hold on, y'all. So as I was saying, it's not just that, you know, um, there's different people that can observe things on different levels. And each observer creates a different level of observation. You understand me? So one person, how am I going to break this down? Basically, you create what you observe. That's your power. What's in the mind creates the outside reality. That's the, the literal of creating your own world, that we all live in our own worlds. Our worlds are curated by what happens in our minds. You understand me? So Once you understand that you have the power as a high level observer to create high level observations within the world to be observed in the first place, which means that is it the fact that you're observing these numbers that pre-exist or is the fact that you're creating these numbers to be observed and so that you can find the meaning in it yourself? So that when you start to see 444, are you creating that rhythm of 444 to be observed so that you can understand the meaning in it and utilize it or did it pre-exist your observation? Once you close your eyes, there's no way of knowing that the world exists. You understand me? Because color is something that's added on by human observation and consciousness. Color don't really exist. Each person sees color different to differentiate the depth, you understand me, between objects and space. So let's get back to it. Let's get back into tying this back into relationships, right? What you observe in people... You have to understand, how come I'm only observing negativity in it? If you're a black woman and you only observe nigga shit within men, then that's your observation that you're creating. Because you can easily switch to become a different observer in reality, and all of a sudden, all you see and notice are good men. Or all you see and notice are good women. But what are you looking for in the first place? Because you can bring out that just by being that type of observer. When you watch the news, do you get stuck in a reacting phase? You understand me? Or do you interact with it? When they, when they mention AI or they mention something going on, did your mind goes like a capitalist to automatically think how you're going to make money off this? See, that's a different level of observation. Do you automatically see an opportunity to where your people can revolutionize on something and win? Or do you react to it consistently because you're triggered by emotion? You don't have enough energy to be able to take in insights and make a better decision. But at the same time, you're creating those observations for you. So I tell people, of course, right now we're so divided. If you can divide the people's language up and how they think, they can never get on that same level of observation. Because all black people should be able to see the opportunities that exist within us and our unity. But we are low. Some of them are low level observers and there's high level. And there's only really a small percentage of high level observers that exists, which is why you go to them for what? The number one capital right now is perspective. If you have a high level observer's perspective on something, you allow the people to be able to see through the mind of a high level observer that they could not normally see because they had a low level observation, whether in this different field. Some people are high level observers in money, some in relationships, some in politics, some in spirituality, theology, science. It depends on what's in here. So it's saying that, damn, how come I didn't see that? How come I didn't think of that? Because. On that particular thing, you're not a high-level observer. And since our people are at low-level observations, we're stuck thinking about racism. Racism is such a low-level observation when you think about the cosmic order of reality in the universe. Like, that's a very low observation. But whatever you water grows. So if we concentrate on that, then that's the only thing that's growing. But if we're not concentrating on the energy of black godliness brown godliness red godliness then those colors and frequency spectrums never win the black brown and red frequency spectrum is the same way if you're not observing the baby and that baby needs attention that baby needs to be watered through human consciousness or that baby would die if that baby is born and it's not being touched and observed that baby will die human beings need consciousness In order for us to know that our ancestors or world before it's pre-existed, we have to observe the stories that come within our field, collectively that's passed down. We observe the energy of our ancestors through observation, but you have to become a high-level observer. So that's what the 19 Keys book is definitely going to be breaking down, how to be able to observe the world through a high-observer lens, how to become a high-observer through the 19 Keys. So I never really break that down a lot of times because I'll be so busy just observing reality at a high level. And sometimes I find myself when I'm I'm busy in business. I said, wait a minute, I gotta take a second to look for my lens of decoding for a second. Because I can look at it from the lens that y'all look at it from. When I ain't gonna say y'all, y'all might be some high-level observers here. I can look at it through a low-level observer and I can just react to it. I just react to it. And then that gives me no perspective, no higher level perspective. But then when I take a second in, instead of judging, I'm not putting out something. I'm taking in insights. I'm understanding it from different dimensions. That's what an observer does. He doesn't understand it just from the third dimension with see, sight, and taste. He understands it from the mental, the psyche aspect. So same thing why a person can be highly intuitive because their subconscious mind is taking in observation and insights. Feeding the conscious mind, valid information, ciphering through the invalid information. So once you get it in your mind and it's conscious, then it's right. And people call that to be in the flow. There's times where you can just flow with information, knowledge. You can have great ideas. That's what happens in mastermind groups. You just flow. Everybody's sharing ideas. You're vibrating high. The energy is there. But black people are low level observers. And the world only feeds us low-level observations. So we go watch love and hip-hop. Low-level, lowest-level observation that you can watch. You know it because when you go watch a video, YouTube, when you done watching some high-level conscious person or something that you research, when you go outside, you see things differently now. But entertainment degrades the observer mind and distracts it. From being able to see reality in a way that it has meaningful perspective and they can utilize it. So we can't afford to be high level observers because there are some people that take that power and they understand how to harness it so powerfully that you can change the entire world just by letting them observe what you see. So if it's like if you ever sound, say some people to say, oh, bro, sometimes you sound like Nipsey. Okay. Well, let's take a look at what are you saying? You're saying that my perspective observes the world the same way he does. So you're saying that basically we vibrating in particular times on that same frequency. So you're getting that same frequency. So when you see people with the same perspective that's never met, it's because they're high-level observers. They took the same insight, stripped them down, and that's what came up. And then there's even higher observers the 1%. Think about global pandemics. You think about global pandemics in individual health scares, right? But a global pandemic for somebody means a billion dollars. A global pandemic means a change in the spike of activity around the world because everything has a reaction. So now you start to take those patterns, you get above ahead of those patterns, you understand me, and then you get to enjoy the fruits of your your observations. So the same thing that happens in our family and when we're dealing with our friends and our family and those issues, you're reacting to what's happening. And that's why family observations can be very low because they're so emotional. It doesn't allow you to think as a high-level observer because you're too close, you're too connected. It's, it's just messing with your head. So you're mad at families for this, that, and the third. You never took it back to find the roots. You understand I me? Mean, you don't care. It's hard for you to get to the roots. So it may be easier for you to see another person You understand me for the root of the situation and observe them higher, but a lot of times we observe family in a low-level observation because we create a picture in our mind who they are, and we don't continue to observe. We just judge the picture that we created based on who they are, so it's a low-level observation, so when somebody comes and tells us a new way to be able to see things, thank you for giving me a higher perspective on that. I appreciate you because now you just push me past my limitations of thinking and doing. You just gave me a peak of high-level observation. If you look at my bio, it say high-level observer. That's what I do. I'm a high-level observer. Yeah. So relationships are the same thing. What are you observing? But you observe what you put out. So you're creating your world around you. When you walk outside, you only see certain things. Your mind is patterned to recognize certain things. The only things that you observe. But there's so much in your reality that you're missing and not even realizing it. Mm. In relationships, this is something that I know to be true. This is something that I'm sure that I've done 100%. This is something that we have all done in our interactions with people. You meet a person, sexy, attractive, bad. especially men let me let me speak on this particularly towards the man real quick we observe sometimes observe women from a low-level observer's perspective when women are gods if you observe them at that perspective that's a high-level observer but if you observe them titties ass right bad face features boom low-level observation so now what happens with that low-level observation Okay. Your mind is on a particular frequency. You're gonna find more of those observations because your mind can only attract or can only produce your reality from the frequency that is on. Right? So you get now, you get you get down with a with a bad one. A lot of men you get with a bad one. She could have you all probably could have built a million dollar empire, but it was just a low-level observation. And that's what created the interaction. It designed the interaction. Between what y'all had and y'all both was probably there, but you got to think about how many people that you might have buzzed down, but y'all probably could have built up. Just think about that for a second. It changes when you start to see women from a high level observer perspective, and you be like, "Wait a minute, we could probably build a business together." My uncle used to tell me that all the time. He'd be like, "Man, I'm." I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all good looking, blah, blah, blah. Zay, man, y'all could be running businesses with the women that y'all got around y'all. You understand me? Y'all could be, because he used to do contracting. So he was like, man, y'all could, look, I can get the game. You can have her do the contracting. You put your name on it. Man, in six months, man, y'all be ahead of the game. But low-level observers. So especially you have a low-level observation when you think in a short-term conspiracy. When you think in a long-term conspiracy, it's a different level. Yeah, so you know that's your business partner so we we all have those things we have to get over we all have growth you understand me and saying that damn all right what if i stop looking at women to have sex with what if i start looking at them to build with what if i start asking questions to see what the resumes are to see what we can put together changes the game i've always thought growing up i look at pimps and i'll be like bro Y'all can get these women to sell their ass on the street, bring you back the money. You can get them to do the paperwork and build up a business for you. But we all guilty of that in a certain level on how we observe each other. We observe each other from a low level perspective. Black people observe black people from a low level observer's perspective. That's why we skip over the last 500 years of black people And we need to go back 3,000 years And observe the Egyptians To find our greatness Because we low level observers Even though We've built everything That we see around us We the gods But we don't observe each other In high level perspective Let's be honest So when I find myself Observing things In a low level perspective I have to cut myself off You understand me Because I just know myself and you know, you got to detox, you got to fast, you got to do a bunch of things to correct your lens of observation to make sure that you observe things from the correct map. That's it. That's how it goes. So man, look, I appreciate y'all for tapping in, man. This was a good conversation. Um, this was dope. Um, I appreciate y'all being here and listening and vibing with me. You understand me? Um, that book will be uh, available for pre-order song High-level observers, the 19 keys, and it's going to be so powerful. It's going to be world-changing. I promise you. You understand me. But right now, if you want to get the paradigm keys, link in the bio. You can go get that tonight and start your reading journey on that. It's an ebook, um, and you can download it as soon as you get it and you have access to it. You understand me? Um, so yeah. The podcast will be up for everybody that's want to tap in. 19 Keys electrical conversations and patterns. We tapped in.